3: It took a minute. In my head, I was about to say Willkommen, but I've done the German shtick before. Um, Brad is absent once again. See, some of you might think, do you record all these intros all at once? Maybe. We don't want to take away the
2: magic, <laughs> but if you notice, Brad hasn't been there for the last couple Maybe. We don't know how we release them. We, we, I don't know. We make
3: this shit up every Tuesday. This if the scheduling would really bore bore people <laughs> probably. Uh but today's guest is someone that Jonah's been working on for a year.
2: Yes, Denver, uh, who you may know from Desaparecidos And uh he, had, he was in statistics. He plays with Harmar Superstar now. And uh Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like I kinda had seen him around or kind of had heard that he had a place here. And uh I was a huge Desaparecidos fan. And uh, I kind of just, we had some random friends, we got in touch, he came by, and then after he'd been booked, it turned out that Desipersios had signed Epitaph, I was like back together and was making a record, which is like crazy. So we talked about that, um, and we talked about Omaha a lot, and you know, that whole Saddle Creek, Bright Eyes movement that he was a part of. A moment in time. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like after this podcast, I went back and listened to a lot of that stuff, like even like the more obscure saddle creek bands like like sorry about dresden and stuff and so good like those they they put some really fucking awesome bands i never
3: listened to sorry about dresden but i remember going that's a very specific name yeah like that's someone who whose ears perked up for one instance in history yeah yeah, that'd not- be cool because in Dresden they hate Americans. Just want to hurl that out there. Oh yeah. Unless you're listening to this podcast right now and liking us, then send me an email refuting that. Um Bill Coleman. Yes,
2: but uh Dallas is super cool. Yeah, Denver's great and uh and yeah. Benny's here. And Benny from Gaslight Anthem guest hosted this and uh I felt like it was cool to hear them talk about like Omaha and New Jersey, like I feel like two of like kind of iconic underground music scenes.
3: One slightly more populated. <laughs> One slightly more
2: populated, but it was cool to talk about the way things grow and I don't know how things change. And I thought it was a really interesting dichotomy, just uh, as someone who grew up in Cleveland, which was maybe was what it was.
3: But uh, yeah, I grew up in Northern Virginia. We didn't really have a scene.
2: Yeah, we had we had a scene, <laughs> but it was not nearly as kind of like legendary as either of those. So, anyways, uh, listen to to Denver talk about all kinds of cool shit.
3: Is that, is that a V-neck? I can't pull off v Yeah, I can't do it.
2: I can't do it either. Why is, it, is that? That looks that looks like kind of a V-neck.
0: I probably can't no, either I don't know. <laughs> know. You got it. I, I think you got it. You pull it off. Yeah. Is that <laughs> no. a freshie right out the pack? Uh, I think it's. This is a. It's been worn once. <laughs> uh,
2: it's a once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How <laughs> once long will over. you run it for? I don't know. Man. I just until they get yellow. Yeah. And then I throw them out.
3: <laughs> it's <laughs> it's once in a while. You can do v I can see you to V-neck. Once in a while. You get that yoga bod.
2: What it is? It's like. If you're really skinny or if you're bulky, you can wear a v-neck and anything in
1: between. Is yeah, right? I can't v-neck. No. I can't. I can't do it. And it's I have so a fine. tattoo right here, so I think that like people are like, oh, asshole's wearing his v-neck to <laughs> show he has a chest tattoo.
2: That's exactly what we think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Going Off Track. I'm Jonah, joined by Steven. Oh, yeah, man. But today's a special day. Why is that? It's Benny's here. And Benny. <laughs> Benny Horowitz from the Gaslight Anthem, guest hosting once again. Hey, Hey, guys. <laughs> and we were joined by Denver Daly from Decipercitos Statistics. Yes. Um, Who the yeah. hell else have you played with?
0: I um, also play bass for Harmar Superstar sometimes. Oh, wow. But yeah, that's pretty much pretty and, much it right now between and, those two.
2: And I will say, I bet you, you do not get this very often, but last time I saw you, you were here playing with the Pink Spiders.
0: Oh, wow.
2: Do you remember that? Yeah. It was really? here in New York? Yeah, it was in New York. Wow. I think it was at the Knitting Factory. That sounds right. Because my old band, The Love Club, used to tour at the Pink Spiders all the time. And I remember Matt called me. He's like, you should come out. And I was like, that looks like the dude from Desi is yeah. playing with you guys, but it can't be. And he's like, have you met Denver? And I was like, how did that come
0: about? You
2: were living down there? Yeah.
0: They were in Nashville? Yeah, because I grew up in Omaha, but then I moved to Nashville in high school. And um, I just knew those guys. And I think at the time it was some, they are having some like they had all different members, and then the guy who was playing bass had to go off to rehab like last minute, and so I like learned the songs in a day in a hotel room kind of thing. Like, oh, okay, I guess I'm on this tour now. That sounds about right in
3: a day. Yeah, <laughs> so I, like, like, uh, I heard that record. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Not talking shit, man. It's cool. No, yeah, I'm down. all about yeah. Like, yeah. Simple as <laughs>
2: yeah. That's awesome. And then it was so weird because I booked you on here, and then you posted a photo that epitaph sampler and i had no idea that that's the were doing <clears throat> stuff i just thought you would be a cool guest anyways
0: yeah um we've been playing like random kind of dates and releasing these little limited edition seven inches and we just uh i guess they i don't know if they've officially announced it but they put that sampler out and right. said like upcoming album but yeah that's the plan that i think we're going to finish it in november and hopefully sometime early next year maybe like april or may or something but We'll Death, see.
3: Was Death Procidas on J Tree or was that Saddle Pacific. Creek? Saddle, Saddle Creek, Creek. Yeah. So, uh, but it's statistics, on. okay, yeah. yeah. I had it
0: backwards
2: yes. in my head. But mm. you know what's crazy about that Death record is because I think I interviewed you when you guys did this like benefit shows for MySpace or something. I remember we talked about this.
0: A, a benefit show for MySpace? Or you guys did that benefit MySpace show. MySpace doing in, that no, it was for <laughs>
2: MySpace, but you guys did a benefit in Omaha. Oh, yes, yes. Like, when you first kind of started playing again. Yeah, back in, like, I think
0: that was, like, in 2010 or something. Yeah, like that, that yeah. sounds
2: right. But I feel so much about that record is about, like, America becoming more corporate and, mm-hmm. like, that kind of culture sneaking in. And it's so crazy. It's sort of, like, how prescient that was, like, looking at you guys singing those songs, whatever, like, 10, 15 years ago and then seeing how the world is now. I mean, do you feel, do you feel that, like...
0: Yeah, I think we all kind of thought it would be like, I mean, it's such a weird band or project anyway, because we all just kind of, we barely toured on it and just kind of left it. And I think it's been kind of passed around and it feels like it's still relevant, if not more. Um, Totally. But yeah, it's just a weird, I think it's just one of those weird things. (laughs) Is it hard to...
2: I mean, is Connor's schedule really crazy? I mean, is that kind of what you're working around? I know you're touring a lot, too. I mean, what's that logistics like?
0: Yeah, like, I basically... I just kind of do stuff in the in-between, you know, because it's such a nightmare to get all five of us in one room. Uh, so everyone knows, like, I kind of drop everything to go do DASA stuff. In fact, it kind of sucks. I there, There's, like, a Harmar Superstar Pizza Underground tour that's from, like, mid-October till early December. And I have to jump out like three weeks in the middle to go to Omaha to finish the album. So our, luckily our friend's going to jump in and sub for me. But it sucks to kind of be like, I don't know, I feel like I'm kind of like high maintenance or something. It's like <laughs> the first time I've ever all.
3: someone say Pizza Underground in
0: public. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's happening. That is that's happening. wild. That's the thing. I don't know. I mean, I know they've announced some of the dates. I don't know if they're doing all of the dates. I think they are. But yeah, it should be a, a real hoot. <laughs> how are you guys?
1: How, how are you guys writing? Uh, not living in the same place. Like, are you? Are you emailing? Are you? We we've tried
0: that very very briefly, and now we all just will either fly to Omaha and work on stuff, or we actually rented this lake house in Minnesota, which I know sounds. <laughs> so ridiculous like on this album that's about you know <laughs> i don't know if just by seems...
1: ridiculous you mean like the coolest thing ever <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I
0: awesome it's this <laughs> really tiny town and it and they really embraced us like they kind of caught wind of what we were doing there yeah because yeah. it's i think it's a town of like 800 people battle lake minnesota it's with long hair isn't it you can't stay dl yeah, well, yeah like, they're what? like you <laughs> Are do you
3: something doing here? Different. did you grow Don't that you? for warmth <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. is that like a scarf that you live with <laughs> it feels like it in the summer i'm so i'm ready to cut it but yeah so uh we just thought that was like the easiest to get away from all the distractions because three of us live here in new york but the rhythm section lives in omaha and like our band rooms in omaha and everything and uh, when we try to write there before, it's usually like, "Well, I should go to work, and I got a play. I should go to, and I and I've got this other thing at the bar." And we're like, "No, we're like, let's just work on music while we're all here together." So yeah, we kind of to eliminate distractions, we went to this lake house, which is amazing, and I'm very grateful. But it does sound kind of, to me, it sounds a little ridiculous. Like, well, yeah, we rented a lake house to write this punk lake houses album. are awesome i'd rather do that than go to the beach and i live in jersey which
3: is like I feel blasphemy like you,
2: i feel like you, you get into your 30s and it's like it's fine like you can afford a little comfort right like it becomes more important i think so yeah, you, didn't yeah. get a, you
3: didn't get a lake house in like 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 carmel <laughs> you know, or something yeah, you didn't <laughs> go you know. didn't go to martha's vineyard yeah yeah, yeah, lake yeah. House, we you know
0: we summered in cape
3: cod <laughs> priced it. yeah it was, what does that mean ban house you said
0: earlier forgive me um what did I say earlier? You said your band house is in Omaha. Oh, I probably misspoke. I think I was saying our band room is in Connor's house in Omaha. Oh, okay, and I probably just jumbled it. But yeah, our our band room with all of our gear and ah okay our practice pad. There you go. Yeah, the basement. We go to the basement and make noise. Are
2: you Are you guys going to do it at Presto? Um. Yeah. It's um. My band recorded at the old Presto in Lincoln. In Lincoln, and we did the other half in Steven Peterson's
0: basement. Oh yeah. So both of those places are gone now. Right. To crush those I know, right? It's a different its era. Memories it's about
2: 10 years ago, I guess. Things have yeah, changed.
0: Um, Thanks, so. There's a new... <laughs> st- yeah, yeah. So that's... <laughs> you can only think back with fond memories. You can never go back there again. Um, no, it's... Close the door on that one, John. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sealed no. that one. <laughs> um, so that's sad. Uh, no, there's a... St- they moved it to Omaha. And yeah, there's a studio um, there that we've been doing everything with, Mogus. We talked about like working with other people, but I think it, it just makes the most sense. Like it's just kinda us. And it's been ten years anyway, so we probably don't need to get too radical on the like mm. <laughs> so that,
2: that record is ten
0: years old? It's twelve years 12 old. Years holy shit. shit. Yeah, I think it's two thousand two. Like January of two thousand two.
1: How wow. did it work for you? Like, um you said like you grew up in Omaha and then went to high school in Nashville. Like did all your connections from Omaha were from before high school or did you go back out there?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, like these guys, like Desa, we all literally grew up together. Um, I think I met Connor when I was in fourth grade or something oh, wow. like that. And uh, so, yeah, but I see, so I moved from, Na- from Omaha to Nashville right before my senior year of high school. And then I was there for like a year or so. I came here briefly and then I moved back to Omaha to go to one year of college and then i got in a tour van and never looked back okay. but it was in that time that i we, we started DASA. dude
3: that's and, a brutal move your senior year yeah it kind of sucked
0: it was <laughs> like i wanted to graduate with all my friends i grew up with but it was this awesome loophole that my grade point average started over and so huh. i somehow even though i'd skipped and you know messed around so much in high school i managed to graduate with honors and I'm just now realizing that doesn't mean anything. I don't know why that I would. Uh, yeah, why but am I make proud a big deal about need...
2: it at the time. And then you're like, this doesn't know. I don't
0: I, no no yeah. <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. I mean, if it got
1: you into, you know, like Cornell or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, but... <laughs> and
0: I'm here today because, <laughs> but, but no.
1: But you know what? It's I think it's a cool badge of honor to say you graduated with honors and you're a band dude. Because like, yeah, I down. don't think that's very consistent. I think you're probably pretty unique in that. Yeah. That you might like go around the next tour you're on and be like, "What was your GPA like senior year?"
2: Yeah, and you might you might win. I
0: think I think, that, <laughs> I
2: think we're on to something. What's the GPA you need to play with Harmar? Oh boy,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you need to even have one. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. It's crazy how like he's gotten a little more serious. Um, I mean, after being in Pitch Perfect, <laughs> yeah, I think that was the turning point. <laughs> it's not that I watch it all the time; it's just that it's on all the time. It's cute. It's really it is but yeah he's always been such like a wild man and he still is in a lot of ways but it's kind of cool to see him with this album kind of become more of the the you know soul singer and i don't know it's uh it's less oh yeah he's gonna be in his underwear and and pouring shots in my mouth and stuff and but <laughs> now it's like oh he's yeah we're watching him sing because it's what he does and he's been doing the whole time and it's really good at it <laughs> his podcast is awesome too I know. I feel like he hasn't done that. In like he hasn't a
2: done it. I listened time. to the episode you did with Father John Misty. Oh, yeah.
0: And it was. Does did, did he ever come out on the road with you guys? They did. Um, there was a tour. Actually, that was the only tour that I. Oh, no. One of the only tours that I had to miss was they did a tour together. And I think he was playing drums for, John, for Harmar. And it was kind of a round robin sort of thing, That's I think. That's cool. But um, yeah, they're buddies and they're working on like a TV show that they were just pitching out in L.A., so that would be amazing. The two Tillmans. (laughs) Yeah, I'm curious about that.
2: Have you heard that J-Tree's relaunched? Yeah, I keep...
0: I mean, because I don't... I mean, I'm still friends with those guys, but I don't, you know, text them all the time by any means, but I see... I keep seeing things on, like, Facebook, and they're like, this also is going on, and all these different... But how did
3: they relaunch? They... I saw... So, I
2: was... I saw Tim, because he came to a show, He's trying to sign a band that I was hanging out with and uh yeah he was just like we're doing it again we're we're looking for bands they signed some band i'm not sure i can't remember who they are really but yeah because still that
1: dude tim huh
2: yeah it's still tim and darren
1: yeah i have a really cool like feeling about that dude tim i don't know if i've ever met him in person but i had like an awesome phone conversation with him like i mean I'm talking like seventeen years ago. Yeah. Like uh but the guy was like I always remember so rad, spent an hour on the phone to me for no reason. It was I was booking shows back in those days and to try and get lifetime and to try and get all the rad bands on J Tree, only contact I had was the phone number for J Tree on ads and zines, you right. know? So I just called direct, laid it out. I'm like, Hey, I do Elk Slot shows in New Jersey, what's up? Like I want lifetime. They're amazing. I want this and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know about that." Yeah.
2: And then like
1: we start talking though and I remember through the course of the conversation he's like, "Yeah, we just picked up this band from Milwaukee like you're going to fucking it. it's a little slow for like what we usually do, but you're going to love it." He's like they're called The Promise Ring and I'm like, "Oh, cool, cool. I'll check it out." And I was like Mr. Hardcore in those days and didn't yeah. didn't really like it, but um <laughs> I'll never forget that guy was like just for no reason completely rad to some like 15 year old fucking show promoter in new jersey you know so i always have like a super positive uh idea of like what those dudes are like is that is that are they like still yeah real cool and down earth Mm -hmm. like
0: that yeah i feel like for a while there like tim was kind of he used to be like the go-to like for any time like i had a talk to them or anything it was like and it would do the same thing where we'd just get talking like a couple girlfriends okay. and they're like oh god that's like i missed dinner or whatever but <laughs> he and darren's just hilarious he's just like random and and uh he's one of those dudes that is it seems like he's a, a man of a few words but they're hilarious words and mm. um just awesome but yeah I, I need to reconnect with those guys i haven't talked to him in they a while
3: the label when they were in college
0: and you know that the address on all the the back of all the the Kenwin Road or whatever that's like yeah. Darren's parents' house. Is it still? And they're very, I mean, I don't know if, what they're doing now, but he's <laughs> always really proud of that. It's like, yeah, it's still all the mail still goes to my parents' house. Is
2: statistics still, I remember like 1970 and all that
0: stuff. Like, are is statistics still active? Because I know you were putting stuff out pretty recently. Yeah, I did. I mean, I hadn't done anything with it for a really long time, and then I did this album. Like last year, I released it for free online, and it's just more of like a just like a recording project. I mean, I'd like to someday play live shows again, but it's kind of low on the old totem pole. So, what do you do?
2: What do you do like when you're not? On, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I when, you, I mean, when mean, you're not on tour with Harmar or doing Dasa stuff.
0: Um, man, it's been pretty nonstop. Yeah, I I, I do. Uh, I, got this weird obsession with like sky miles and <laughs> travel and um like status like i'm i'm a a diamond with delta okay and so i get all the upgrades and but all But you still keep statues. doing it to keep it right Like mm-hmm. a, okay it's just like a it's weird so yeah when can i I've-
1: ask your organizational tactics in doing this because sure. i've tried collecting my info for like a few different airlines mm-hmm. using it every time i do it and trying to and I just get lost, yeah. And I get confused, and I can, ne- and I never get anything, even though I fly all the time.
0: That's how I used to be, and then I just went straight to just only Delta, only Delta, yeah. And okay, just by consolidating, like it just, yeah, quickly you can find out like the benefits, and
1: so choose an airline. That's your, yeah, you gotta yeah. Yeah. it,
0: and they seem huh. to be the most solid. Like they did, they ranked them recently, at least domestically, and they were number one, and they seem to be pretty. You go in that lounge all the time. All the the time. time. Yeah, the lounge. I shower in there. That's my thing. Like, what
3: happens in there?
1: Uh, They have like like a Bloody Mary bar. Yeah. Yeah. All I see is like in my head, I'll be like traveling for twenty hours, and it's like being in a desert. I have this oasis, so like I walk by the doors, but in my head, I picture the doors opening, and there's just like a cesarean fountain Mm. in the middle, (laughs) and there's like. Two buxom women wearing <laughs> furs, fanning everyone that's coming in. Like my idea of what happens in the Sky Miles Lounge. I mean, actually, sounds totally reasonable to me. Yeah. but is it? I mean, is that what it's like? It's exactly like that. <laughs> you nailed it. I gotta get well, on this point. You, just, you
3: get a conference room for no reason? For don't no you? reason. I just just that's take my shirt off.
0: What's the, the shower day.
1: like in it? Like private locker room yeah. shower?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just like it's like. I mean, each one's different, but yeah, it's just your own room with um i mean it's really they clean it between each person so you don't feel like a weird truck stop or something yeah you don't you don't want to wear like uh your um sandals in there yeah right? yeah it's it's a nice but especially if you have like a layover if you just like one time i flew to paris and uh like before i left the airport i showered and i was like i'm ready to go like i don't feel like gnarly plane <laughs> life Anymore, yeah, yeah. But the the lounges over they call them lounges overseas. They've got like a a really intense like food spread. Like Ooh. it's amazing. Like you can just eat full on meals there. Whereas like the Sky Clubs here in the states are usually like
3: snacks and orange know. juice and hot yeah. nuts. Yeah, what are we talking drinks. our nuts are warm. We yeah. talking like omelet bars.
0: Yeah, I mean they. Some place I, I don't know. I went to one in. um <laughs> I mean, it's different throughout the day, but I went to one in, uh, let's see, where was it? Taipei, Taiwan, mm. and they had, like, like a noodle kitchen. Like, you yeah. came up and placed your order and got whatever magical noodles you wanted. And they had, like, um, like dim sum, too, and, like, I, I just wanted to live there. Man.
2: I, I have a friend what? who's really into this. Will you do this stuff where, like, sometimes he'll be like, I'm going to take this flight internationally and just be there for a minute and then fly back just to get the miles to bump me over so next year I have it or something? I've...
0: I've never done that internationally. I'm not above that. I would if, I, <laughs> if it was close enough. I was like, that I sounds crazy. Totally it's like, get... you don't get it, man. It's This makes sense. Yeah. And, you know.
2: Have you ever taken any like use like flights like that, like even in the States, just to get the miles? Mm-hmm.
0: I did like years ago when I was bored and it was ridiculous. But now, luckily, I've it's been where I've had to travel enough for touring and um, to go to Omaha and be in the studio or whatever that I've hadn't i haven't needed to (laughs)
3: Hmm. dude i bought the tickets for for my honeymoon like years ago through miles and there's that and you can we flew from here to hawaii and back first class on miles and i bought the tickets you can you can buy tickets for the flight exactly 350 days prior oh wow so we were shooting something and it got to be midnight and i stopped the whole shoot i said give Me 10 minutes, yeah, and I ran over and I called and I was like, Uh, yeah, this just went up, and I went, I know it did, and booked it and got the whole thing cleaned. That's awesome, it. and just because I'd been accumul- accumulating for years, and,
0: and you years. can do you can use credit cards or like there's weird like dining clubs where if you, oh, yeah, you know, there's all these different things to build. I'm obsessed right now with uh, like Hilton points because I Starwood paying, oh, Starwood's good too, yes, I just hate paying for hotels. So if you stay
2: there enough, you get you can, they'll give you free hotels,
0: yeah, and you can do. Either from just staying there or from the same thing, like, if you get at certain restaurants and you register your credit cards when you, you don't have to do anything, you just, when they scan your card at that restaurant, you get, like, seven points per dollar you spend or something like that. Dude, it builds up.
1: Everything and, you're saying, I'm, like, I'm super jealous of <laughs> me you. Too. I am. Me too. Because I'm... I'm such an idiot now <laughs> that you're talking. I'm like I do all this stuff and I don't get anything. Do you? Do you? Do you? Someone that books all your travel and stuff for the band? Yeah, but I do like cruise around a lot on my own and like mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super it happy. To, but I'm even thinking like you booked your honeymoon 350 days in advance. Like I just I suck at trips. That's where I'm like, oh yeah, we were gonna go to there, mm-hmm. and then like three weeks beforehand, I'm like you know kayaking for just something that's not gonna kill me let alone like burning points there are all kinds of nerdy i i
3: I, the money that i donate to my children's college fund Mm. if they choose to use it i don't have one of those like uh one of those but it's like i I got a a credit card specifically that gets points like per dollar spent that then converts into dollars that just goes in Mm. their fund so i'm like every time I'm shop I'm helping them for whenever they need to leave the home when they're adults. There you go. And that's it's just like that it's just like all kinds of nerdy little things you think it's like we're oh, gonna spend so much to get some points. It fucking adds up.
0: It adds up and you can justify things to your wife like honey I need this Playstation because this is for our right. child's future. You haven't met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: That's...
2: I would like to see you try to say that though. And see Oddly what the I did that would.
3: once with a Nintendo Wii. did not end well for me. <laughs> What
2: if you play it off with, like,
1: you? I mean, I don't know how willing you are to lie to your wife, but a little white lie saying, say, oh, I bought this Nintendo Wii, but when we get over, you get a six-hour, like, spa day that comes with it or Mm. something like that. Uh, And that's probably half the price of a Nintendo, so you'd have to be willing to spend it. Are you?
3: See, the funny thing is, is that, <laughs> is that Jonah, So you've met her a few times, but Jonah, who's met her way more, is just going, yeah, nah, no, yeah, that's not going to... Yeah, That wouldn't go over. No. I, not she's, only would I not do it, I would be
2: scared to do it. Uh, <laughs> she's a little intimidating. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Lousy, lousy tasting dudes, but... <laughs> yeah. so I'm curious, like, all, like, sort of, like, you know, like, when that Dessa record came out and it was, like, you know, Bright Eyes was huge, like, Cursive, all that stuff was coming up. I mean, does that feel... I was working at AP and it feels like that was almost like a different lifetime or something. Like it feels so long ago. I mean, do you still feel like connected to that or does it feel like it was like a different...
0: It, no, it definitely feels like a very specific era. And um, I kind of equated it to like, you know, there was that time when all those bands were kind of thriving and everyone was like, oh, the Omaha music scene or whatever. And um, and I'm I'm sure it's still strong, but it's not like it was at that point. It was just kind of just a really exciting time and the thing i always equate it to is kind of like everyone went off to college after that everyone kind of like went off their own directions and moved to different parts of the country and then we're working with different labels and but it's a very nostalgic time and i remember like being able to around then like we could go to any of the shows and we i think we always played like sokol underground or something Mm. but you'd know everyone you know you'd know everyone in the crowd and now it's like i don't know anyone when I go to shows in Omaha.
2: Well, it's also like, I feel like after that period, like Saddle Creek really started signing bands just from other areas too. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't really as insular of a label.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't, I mean, I kind of fell off with those dudes around the time. I mean, not in a bad way. I just kind of lost track, I guess. But they, you know, they built that huge mall, I guess, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm with the slowdown and all that stuff yeah like american apparel and urban outfitters and stuff and uh i think i that was just kind of like a. I think we kind of in some ways parted ways at that point because i just had no interest in that and i was more about the music still and not um a mall (laughs) (laughs)
1: seems like that that always kind of happens though doesn't it you know like when these little scenes pop up in different places and and the reason they're so special is because they're these insular things you know what i mean especially Mm -hmm. back in the day when there was less exposure to what other cities were up to Mm -hmm. you know a place like like omaha at that time where this group of musicians are writing and recording music sort of together and and all kind of at the same place a lot with the same guy,
2: mm-hmm. and it had
1: such a signature thing. Mm-hmm. And then, but like, how long can those things last?
2: I mean, don't you feel like yeah. it's the same thing in New Brunswick? I of? totally
1: do. I yeah. do, mm-hmm. and and I hit a point with that where when I was in it, I had no idea it was so special. And then once it was over, and I was out of it, and I went to other places, I realized how special it was. You know what I mean? It was yeah. unique in my head growing up there. I'd thought every city in America had this fucking rad underground basement scene with this totally thriving subculture, and it totally wasn't. Do, do you feel like that was kind of the same thing with Saddle Creek at that time?
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think it, part of it is just because, I mean, the whole, like, you don't know what you got till it's gone, but <laughs> right, right. also, like, you're 19, you know, yeah, and you're like-, you're like just I, in it. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know, this is just how it is, and right. then it's not till you're older and you're like- those are the best of times. I was... Do you think it's still happening,
3: though? Do you, or do you think it, with, and it sounds lame to say in old, but like with the internet, that that could happen? Like, do you still think there's pockets of scenes in different cultures where that, you know, people, like, 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 I mean, I grew up in Northern Virginia and mm-hmm. missed all of the cool shit in the late 80s, but it was there mm-hmm. and it was happening. And I don't know, we hear about New Brunswick and hear about Omaha in different areas. Like, do you think that? In Music today with the internet and things being so immediate that there are little scenes that are then going to blow up again or does everything immediately become You know national or worldwide because of a click
0: Uh, I guess I kind of think that it I Mean it could but I don't think it will I think the whole thing and I don't I mean, I'm not as familiar with how it was in New Brunswick, but like I think it was the fact that we didn't have you couldn't get online and and you know, I was like, "Well, let's go to the show," or, or like, "It's freezing outside and there's snow, so let's go to the basement and make music." And it was it seemed like it was very driven. I mean, somewhat all of it obviously started from Tim Kasher, and then everyone that was like what motivated everyone to start bands. And then it, it's kind of like when you um, I always like think about it with like if you go skateboarding with someone who's really good, and you're like, "Oh, well, I want to kind of step it up too." Mm-hmm. Then when you're seeing what they're doing, and it just seems like now everything's so spread out and you know everyone's watching it on YouTube and it's not I don't know it just seems like it's just a different like if it if there was a bunch of bands coming out of one city it'd be more coincidental or something mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, i think it's more like look that at like sense. like speaking like
2: that epitaph sample like if it's like you guys like i play in a band with two of the guys from Pianos become the teeth mm-hmm. like i love them like joyce Manor. like i feel like to me like that's you guys are all not related but you're all together on that thing and to me like that is almost like a, a grouping or whatever yeah. it, it kind of like defies geography now mm-hmm. and i think eventually labels will be totally obsolete too and yeah it'll be something else hmm
1: so what are these pockets going to be like now? Like, how are they going to yeah. form and sustain? Because even, I mean, I can see, especially in a place like Omaha, like, right. like you have so much, because um, even when you were in Central Jersey, the idea of becoming a national band was like so far out of reach in a lot of ways. And, and it went through like a process of, you had to make a demo, mm-hmm. you had to push a demo, you had to start playing, you had to make shirts, you had to like... And these are all gradual and then maybe eventually a local label would be stoked and give you like a seven inch or like something proper, get you on like a CD and then like maybe you'd start heading out of town, you know what I mean? And New Jersey, you can head to Philly, you can head to New York, Baltimore, Boston, like a lot of places within four or five hours. But Omaha's like, yeah, I, you know, I, like where I'm are not. you, where are you heading to get out of town?
0: Kansas what? City. No, I mean that's probably the cl- yeah, like, <laughs> that's honestly probably the closest major, but yeah, the dream. Yeah, we've
1: made it, guys. Um, so I wonder if the geography maybe even had something more to do with the fact
0: that like it stayed so pure for so long. Definitely, yeah, definitely isolated. And then I was going to say real quick too, like back then it seems like you could you could go out in a van with like twenty bucks and you know as long as you had money for gas, which wasn't very much back then, like you could go and just play shows at houses and get by. Now it's like, man, the overhead is just, yeah, I'm just gas alone. It's totally. Yeah, it's and also it's there's true. so
2: many fucking more bands now. It's like you go to a city and there's already like three other shows mm-hmm. and each one has like five bands on it. And it's, it's feel like it's just so oversaturated now.
3: Yeah. hmm So interesting. I, I remember that, like the, the overhead is, I always thought it was smart for bands like, I hey, we're just going to go around, go out a couple weeks at a time and come home. I'm like, well, that makes sense because you don't want to yeah. be away from home for a while. It's kind of, like mean, touring's a bummer. You miss your family. And then I'm like, oh, shit, it's expensive as hell to get yeah. a damn van.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? Yeah. What's that one company, Green Vans or something? Yeah, Contract.
2: we tried to, for our last tour, we just rented like a, a minivan from budget and had like the opening band it was nice enough to carry our backline. And it was oh, still, nice. like, it was not way nicer. But it was still expensive. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's dope. Like, yeah. There's no way around it.
3: It's, yeah, it's you crazy. Can't, you can't crimp shrine it anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's...
2: I mean, that's why
1: everybody from our area used to do what we called the pork chop. And, like, so you essentially came from, like, the northeast, drove to Florida, uh... went out to, like, Chicago, and then, like, back over. It was, like, this giant pork chop. <laughs> Cause, and if Because if you decided to go, like, west of Chicago, it, like until you made it to the west coast you were just going to eat shit on money because there's yeah. not enough places to play in the yeah. middle it, it makes everywhere alaska
3: because yeah you want to play but you can't fucking afford you to can't play get there. there
1: like yeah. you know the trip from chicago to denver fucking rip a van in a van apart you can't do that like, yeah but you can
3: much.
0: sleep and drive it because it's a straight line yeah you can uh, just hand you can handcuff stop your hands omaha, I guess. Be- <laughs> huh? yeah i omaha is like the only real stop I think that's probably how the town came about anyway. I think it was like a train stop between yeah. Denver and Chicago. They're like, we can't go any
3: farther. <laughs> Fuck
1: it. We yeah. will live here.
0: I'm just giving up here. What is
1: is Omaha like, um, is that its history? Was it like a frontier town?
0: Yeah. It was like, I think that truly was, there was something, God, my brain, like, um, I read a book about it and I have like just... Give us your like you exaggerated you an anything adult version it. of it. Yeah. This, it's funny. Like, I'm not even drunk, and this is going to be like drunk history. Like, <laughs> he said no way. And he but it was something like that where, <laughs> where I think there was, it was between Omaha and one other place, which was going to be like this Union Pacific like hub. And they won it somehow, like, I think like through cards or some, some weird twist of fate. Like, it was like, okay, well, in Omaha it is. And it was just like this gnarly little frontier town and then yeah we got the union pacific like hub or whatever but man i need there's a book called like omaha a dirty wicked town or something like that and
3: yeah there's 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 history of that you know different pockets of america you know it's all industry there's reasons that like, like the reason denver is full of like Insane snowboarders and like extreme sports people is because the folks that were sent out there were nuts
0: mm-hmm. to
3: begin with. They're like, all right, we're gonna have a mining town. Uh, who are the craziest people to send out there? And then they had children and spawn, and a city was born, and all that. They're like but fucking the- Australia, yeah, yeah, Australia. It's like <laughs> yeah, it's criminals, example. and they, it's, like, a, it's, it's like, yeah. all criminals. They're crazy, and everything <laughs> in that country that's alive wants you dead yeah like and then you're i'll swim no that wants me yeah, to
1: <laughs> remember like, only the white history says it was all criminals there was like a whole mess of people who lived
0: there first
3: yeah I'm but how do, we, how do we know they yeah. weren't criminals from somewhere else here's my question were they we all we don't
0: i wonder if they were all just like insanely hot criminals yeah have you noticed that is that a Australia? thing yes. australians like insanely I'm, I'm, drunk criminals yeah. Well, yeah it is true but it right, is, I'm saying odd. guys and girls, I'm being equal here. Like, yeah. I'm saying and how did all they get so people.
1: blonde? Because if it was like prisoners, because it was British prisoners, was mm-hmm. it not? I think so. How did how did they get so blonde? There's the nothing blonde regionally down there. Have you guys been to Iceland? There's there's, Never a, have. there's a big. Um, a so bad. There's so uh,
3: There's. If you say
1: there's blonde <laughs> aboriginals, so I'm just
3: going to. Uh, well, they put in sun in, but <laughs> the. Um, uh, <laughs> there's. There was there's a strong contingent of um Scandinavians who moved down to like New Zealand oh, and stuff. Uh, you okay. know, down and there. their
1: Viking genes just took over. Yeah, man.
3: Happens. I went awesome. to Iceland and I
2: thought everyone was gonna look like be like Bjork or like the super like supermodel looking. And it was like I felt like I was back in Ohio. Like not in a judgmental way, but I was like it was so different than I thought it was gonna be.
3: Well, it's really? all trolls and fairies. And yeah. That's what they believe in just It was just, regu- it was like, just like
2: regular people.
3: Hmm.
1: Huh. Yeah. I'd envision that too. I I would think of like uh What's that one group of like half fish people in Star Wars, the prequels that oh, live in that sort of half aquatic yeah. land? It's where Boba Fett's hanging out as a kid with his dad. What's that one? And planet? there's like
3: that big mayor guy. Yeah. Kinda. I picture. They're the people who make the clones. I don't. I don't want to jump in. Yeah, the <laughs> clone people. Yeah, yeah. That's who. That's who we're talking about. What are their names? I can't remember, and I'm glad because I right. repressed. Steven, so do much you flesh. know what they are, and you're just pretending you I'm, don't. I'm know. trying to remember, but I hate the prequels so much. So you do? Much. Yeah. Really? You too?
1: Do you hate them too? I
3: don't really. Know I only hate things Star that Wars. are really bad and unnecessary.
1: Man, I I don't know <laughs> if it's just my simple love of being entertained. But I what's entertaining about movie. I was one. simply entertained Sum by up those the first movies. movie
3: in one sentence.
1: Oh, I don't know, shitty little kid, pod race, like whatever. It was fine. <laughs> it's pod fucking cool. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> what <do you> want? <laughs> then what
3: about the trade agreement and all that and all the shit and the See, young queen and that you know, stuff and up? Oh, there's fish guys fighting. Oh yay! I'll organic monsters and robots. <laughs>
1: I think that's the difference. Casual nerd. I'm pointing
3: to myself. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm kind of like hardcore nerd. Dude, Maybe. I will back
3: anything that has robots fighting monsters. Anything. And that like was destructive. Pacific Rim was awesome, wasn't it? Pacific Rim. Was Every time so it's good. on HBO and Cinemax, so and there are plot holes you can fly
1: a plane <laughs> through. Speaking of just being entertained, <laughs> just simply so being entertained. Over now and over. here's a question for a simple entertaining thing: Give me. Die Hard one through five in rank of your favorites. What Star Wars? Man. Die Hard. Di- I just There's moved five to Die Hard. hard. Oh five Die Hard. hard? Well, I thought you were yeah. Die Hard. Star Wars fans. Okay. Because you have Die Hard one, Die Hard two, which I'm sure you remember. Right. Die Hard with a Vengeance. With yeah. that with Samuel Jackson? That's Sam Jackson. Then four is I is it, believe what's Justin Long. Free or Die Hard with Justin Long. Yeah. And then five is the new one with Bruce Willie, obviously. Die the fuck and, uh, hardest. Oh, and like what's his face? new like, tough Russia guy, or something? guy. Yeah, in Russia. Yeah. I don't yeah, think I've yeah. actually seen that one. I I want with the see. Avatar guy.
3: I forget oh, his name. Sam? No, that's not him.
1: It's Avatar no, guy, it's isn't him?
3: it? No, oh. that's the Sam Australian dude. I oh, no, yeah, Sam you're Waters. right. Yeah, the answer is one, 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 <laughs> one. The rest suck. See, this is... This is super nerd again talking.
1: No, <laughs> because give me a casual gonna, okay, nerd range. Well, you know why they're how stupid? How do you not like Die Hard with a Vengeance? Uh, Sam Jackson. He's so amazing. Sam
3: Jackson's did. You're the man with Eugene Levy. There you go. So he's awesome. Um, you just named another movie. I think is good. So <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs>
1: see, I'm, not,
0: I'm not sure what's see, happening now. Die right Hard Two is so good though too. It I mean, one. the best part about
3: Die Hard Two is this: is that they are at Dulles Airport from Northern Virginia, mm-hmm. and he goes to use the phone, and it says Pacific Bell on it. So oh. that right there shows how smart they. <laughs> were when they made right, what's the plot so steven's one through one through one what's, through one. what's, what, the, what what's the premise of Hard okay. 2 because i'm sure i've seen it a bunch of times but i only
0: remember Die Hard
1: 2 is the airplane one okay the and airport yeah. with one of the coolest murder scenes ever when he takes an icicle through the eye i don't Genius. know if anyone remembers that yeah thing. i was oh, like no, they that's... can't
0: get your fingerprints off it i was like See. if i ever <laughs> murder someone again i mean if i ever murder someone <laughs> Is <laughs> I, I the way to go, right? I always thought yeah, that was like the true. smartest thing. Like, yeah. just goes no fingerprints, no wow. evidence. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: true.
1: I, I never thought of the it weird, like that. weird Sick
0: criminal in me. When I was like a yeah. kid, I was like, oh, I've discovered
1: it. I just dug the gore. You went like a step farther. Yeah. Was, like, so, what's your one through five? What do you think,
0: man? <laughs> I would honestly probably just rank them in the numbers in which they came. It's out It's a non-issue. Okay. okay. Is that makes, probably, I,
2: I mean, I'm assuming that I would kind of go the same way Denver would. Just having loved one and not really remembering any of the other ones very well.
3: So, so have, am I just so looking in your to in order, Benny Piranha. Di-Hard? Which <laughs> I one would, do you like most? Piranha one, two, or three D? Piranhas I've never seen. Well, how, how seen would 3D. you? How it's would amazing. you rank
2: Die Hard? Because clearly you have thought about this more than A anyone lot, else. Actually, <laughs> yeah. well, and it's because it's because I hated Look at this tattoo. For your,
1: <laughs> yeah. I loved. Lit, uh, I hated Live Free or Die Hard. Okay. Didn't dig it. Okay. (laughs) A little too much. But I really love this new one in Russia. Really, I'm talking, the movie is like, it's like 80 minutes long. Within five minutes, Bruce Willis lands in Russia and is fighting like half of Russia. Within five minutes, he gives you the tagline, which is, I'm supposed to be on vacation. (laughs) It's like the perfect... Okay. Bad action, like that movie knew exactly what it was supposed to be and played it well. I love you know that. what I mean? Yeah. And four awesome. took itself a little. It's I can little back too the seriously for it. So I think I mean, of course, I go one, right? But then here's where I throw in a curve. I go one, three, hmm. two, five, four.
2: Interesting. Four
1: clearly dead last. Yeah. And five and two pretty <sighs> close at this point. I, I have a feeling five is going to take two over
2: give it a little
1: nostalgia you don't have
0: to see it you can probably no, no, save that money you and oxygen. It.
1: it's like it's like bad boys in russia with bruce willis sold bad boys
3: is amazing
0: yeah. which so, are, do you like bad boys one or two more they're both awesome right? aren't they <laughs> right, okay, what happened,
3: okay bad boys two. i got uh i got to go to a screening of it and i got there way early and it was uh at the screening I walked in and it was uh the coast, host uh Marionella and I from Fuse way back when. We were there and there was only one other person in the audience who got there early. Jay Z. Wow. wow Kidding and so strikes me as a punctual s- guy. So I of course <laughs> go and sit in the same row and there's nobody else there, <laughs> about ten seats <laughs> away. He gets up and doesn't go What's the easy pose? way out. He crosses, accidentally <laughs> steps on my feet and goes, I'm so sorry. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> You're like, Fuck you, things. hope That's amazing. <laughs> no, because we, I was, and, and this is what I go back in time and go, if only my phone could have taken a photograph at that particular moment, if mm. so yeah. I was still, you know, using the little StarTac flip. <laughs> so now it's just a story that there's no authentication for. See but what we were cool. talking about
1: before? You could. Touch the side of your eye soon and it'll Google's be working picture, on it They're working yeah. on
3: phone
0: contacts Yep mm-hmm. Do you have any injuries From your foot getting stepped on Where you might need to <laughs> Seek uh, yeah. legal I mean he's got the money now Yeah that's true <sighs> I'm saying if you case. have a limp Maybe we should consult the doctor I'm just yeah. kidding I would never want to sue Jay-Z <laughs> <laughs>
3: Totally kidding Mr. Carter Yeah You might not remember <laughs> this Bad Boys 2 Hear me out
0: That is the most amazing Like Bad Boys 2 changed my life because Jay Z stepped on my foot in the theater. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's just like the best thing.
1: If you somehow were able to make like a couple hundred thousand off seeing Bad Boys 2, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> or like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah,
0: some stock and something. or I don't some, know. Yeah, maybe some. you
1: could get a little piece of beats mm-hmm. or, didn't, or something. Yeah. Or that's
2: Trey. Yeah. Does you
1: have anything to do with it?
2: Jay Z, I feel like he has something to do with everything, right? Secretly. Do you he, think sold the Nets or he, he sold the Nets. He sold, he sold the Nets his Nets. He He's agent. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah.
1: But he still shows up sometimes. That's awesome. But his seats are still, uh, Rihanna sat in his seats most of the time last year. Really? But apparently she was, um, I don't know. She might be like, like her friend was dating a Toronto Raptor or some shit. I, I don't know. But she <laughs> was there a lot in Jay Z's huh. seats. Here's a question Denver, do you think Jay Z now, after all these years, is still tough like like do you take a guy who's from where he's from marcy projects brooklyn apparently made a million dollars selling crack before he even made a hip-hop record so a guy must have been pretty hard Mm -hmm. but now like it's been what a good 15 years probably of jay-z being a millionaire now he's been married to like one of the most successful women in the world for how many years and who knows where they vacation, who knows? Like, do you think he has any any connection with, like, the experience he had growing up anymore?
0: I think where back in the day he would have just personally pistol-whipped me, I think now he'd just, like, snap his fingers and uh, a pistol would come out of left field and just, you know. I feel like he wouldn't have to get up. Like, But he still knows that's an option. Yeah, I'm sure he's got dudes, like, around him that would just drop you in a second. And it's more of, like, a... I mean, isn't that the dream, right? Where you don't have to actually get your hands dirty? Mm. Is, like point. So you talked about allegedly murdering someone, and now you're <laughs> asking that dream. So what? What is Omaha breed in you? Like what's what's but what's what's, what's, what's what's? I mean, it's what you were saying before. It's what's like, holding you back. There's all the uh, there were just all the criminals in the um. There's a lot of saloons in Omaha too, Man, so dude, I guess frontier spirit, like, no whoreing. It's in my DNA, basically. Is, yeah and you it's said
3: saloon I... you didn't say a
1: bar so that says a lot Oh yeah
0: specifically a saloon
1: and you're from northern virginia so you have that like you have that like jamestown history probably
3: no, <laughs> no you know we get in
0: northern virginia straight edge that's what we get. sure do <laughs> it's funny though how like you don't really have a real like heritage or lineage whatever you want to say as americans you know like i was in we we're in, on tour in denmark and like Usually when you're in Europe, people are like, are you Swedish? But Denmark was the first place where I was like, <laughs> brother? Like I saw these guys running around. They like had long red hair and they were drunk. I was like, oh, this, "This clearly this is where I'm from. And I am. I'm like... The majority of me is Danish, and I think my last name's actually Irish or something. But I was like hanging out with them after the show. I was like, "Yeah, it's cool because like I'm Danish." And like, "No, you're American." I was like, "No, I know, but I mean, my family's originally uh, from Denmark." Yeah. Like, "Yeah, no, you're American. <laughs> There's nothing for <free laughs> Not you us. Yeah, it was very <laughs> clear. I mean, they're friendly about it. It was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's not how it
3: works. It's and like, that's oh, a strictly, huh. like, that's the truth. Like, in America, when people go, well, where are you from? Like, well, originally, no, fuck you. You're three generations here. Yeah, You're an American. Don't be a dick. Yeah, You know, you're, you're not, you know, you're not from Sicily. You're really not. Yeah. You know, your great grandfather. Yeah. 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 Have you but, been to Sicily? Yeah. Were you no, born there? No. No. But that was from... an American dick that made you. So <laughs> don't be one. It is know? funny
1: how that it, that is true. A nation of immigrants, I
0: guess. And you mm-hmm. always have to have your... Your buffer before what you are, you yeah. Know? Like, and there's just not the same history. Like, this building is 100 years old. I'm like, oh. but over there, it's like, you know, this is from the 1200. 1200- this bar's been open since yeah. the 1200s, and it's just a different.
3: Yeah, and and they and they treat it like shit. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: yeah, like this what a Pinole. lousy it's decade. A- yeah, <laughs> fuck that decade.
2: So, how do you, you live in New York now? Yeah, how long have you lived here?
0: I've lived here almost two years now. Okay, but the the funny thing, oh. In between Delta flights. Exactly. No, we added, I was doing like my tax stuff and I was adding up all the business days and I added up all the dates that I've been home in New York last year and it was less than 60. Uh, Wow. So it's, it's that kind. But to be fair, like, I mean, just to, this is a real dickheaded statement, but I didn't want to be cold. So I flew to Bali for December and January.
2: Yeah, my sister was just so, over
0: there, and she said it was
2: amazing. Yeah, yeah my dream awesome. is to go to Bali. It like, is for real. Yeah. And she it's said a lot incredible. of people just kind of like freelance out of there. Like mm-hmm. she's like, it's pretty cheap. Like you just hang out, do yoga, bring your laptop. Like, it's you really can- really cheap
0: once you get there. Yeah, it's like ridiculously cheap. And that That's culture
3: right. believes that that is where it's like the one, almost like I think it's the one Hindu culture on like uh, like islands of of Islam mm-hmm. over there. Mm-hmm. And that culture believes that this is where your soul leaves. So there's people that you know when they die they have like send send my body to Bali because that's that's the jump off point
0: yeah you know
3: for real it's, it's
0: like, a magical place there's yeah. something about it I don't think that's a dickheaded statement at all no I don't either way. I don't between that you, and
2: the die.
1: Minnesota lake house I'm yeah. starting to sense a little white guilt on you Denver yeah man yeah Denver it's yeah. okay
0: man I just feel like that's just think like, oh I went to Bali like it, <laughs> I don't know it just sounds like no, but you, it's true, I don't like being cold. I grew up in the Midwest, yeah. and I figured it out. I don't like it. And, you don't want to know why, because it sucks. Yeah. 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 But it's like, I used to... I don't know, because I lived in uh, Minneapolis for a little while, and... Because uh, it was warmer. Yeah, because it was so beautiful. <laughs> There's like three months where it really is beautiful, but um, I went back one winter to play some shows, and they'd just been getting bombarded with these brutal like blizzards, and it was just so cold, and I was expecting everyone to be like, whatever, California, like we're we're tough we're from minnesota we can this is nothing to us and everyone's like this sucks i'm leaving like i can't take this anymore like it was you across the board you know everyone's just like this is brutal i can't i don't know why i do this to myself do you think
2: you'll stick around and do you like having a base in new york even if you're not here that much
0: yeah i do i mean um because there's three major airports All with sky clubs um no i do i love new york
2: <laughs> yeah where else are there so many airports in proximity i, I don't think there are i mean yeah anywhere,
0: i don't know there's kind of in la but they're pretty spread apart and like yeah. you can't take public transportation there's That's three funny...
1: in, there's three in london oh those yeah those are pretty far apart That's, too yeah. yeah but you yeah. can
0: take the tube but it's funny like i will i will ride the subway to my upgraded first class you do Airtran. air Air, i do the air oh, train if I go
2: JFK. JFK, yep. But I don't know how to do public to LaGuardia. LaGuardia is amazing. It's a, oh, seriously? It's I had,
1: like, so the co- worst day of my life game in LaGuardia on public <laughs> really? trans. You, I, I got to hear how you got there. I go,
0: well, I'm... So I'm, like, from Union Square or whatever, but I just take the... Express, like, the 4, what is it, the 456, like, up to 125th, and then get a transfer to the bus, and it takes less than an hour, and it's, like, whatever Uh, subway fare is. And the bus,
2: does the bus come
1: pretty regularly? Yeah. It actually dropped you by the airport?
0: At the terminal, it goes through the different, it's the buses. Really? I don't know
1: what bus I took, but I was leaving for a tour, fucking case of symbols, snare, duffel, I'm fucking loaded up, and... It took me, like, three trains and then onto a bus. The bus dropped me off, like, three blocks from LaGuardia. Oh, man. What? And they're like, yeah, this is it. I'm like, for real? Like, this was <laughs> the LaGuardia one, isn't it? And they're like, no, no, it's... You see the airport? Like, yeah.
3: <laughs> Like... Man. So you learning, man? Sky Club? No, I'm right learning across? to for me Seriously. to just
1: always fly out of fucking
3: Newark. <laughs> <laughs> Newark sauce. Awesome. That's, that's my th- Newark Because yeah.
1: you can go eat in Newark and then go Listen, to, <laughs> to the terminal. Mm-hmm. From, someone from New Jersey, you don't often volunteer yourself to go to Queens. Like there's just very yeah. little reason to.
3: No. You know? Yeah. Not in the slightest. Do
1: you always have to bring your snare with you? Is that one thing you can do? I with like you? to bring my snare with me because okay. I want the same snare. All the time pretty yeah.
2: much if I yeah. like one. Yeah. Do you bring a pedal too or is it No, those those I keep. Do you have like darker? a Benny like custom snare? No. That's like they sell music. My
1: old guitar tech or drum tech Mike Fry is like the sweetest dude ever. Uh Mike Fry, I know that he, he, yeah, he works
2: for Hot Water. Yeah. Yeah. Hot yeah, yeah, Hot yeah water yeah. Yeah. Rising. He's in, he lives in Portland.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's awesome. Greatest dude. And he uh he was working for us for a while and one of his friends, um, he had a snare drum made for me. And uh and it has like a little um I don't know. We've never toured together, but I like to smoke weed out of apples when I'm on tour. I hate I hate carrying pieces around. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess it's become kind of a thing. So he put like a little apple bong like on the side of it with my name <laughs> on it, like branded in and shit. So it's, that's, that's awesome. literally like a custom, custom snare. Yeah. That's but no company or anything is like, oh, I'm going to, no, I don't get that shit. <laughs> I asked Promark for custom sticks and they were like, yeah, just send us your signature and, and the money. Like that, they're like yeah i'm like nah like that's that's like the cheesiest thing ever to like pay for your own signature sticks like what a douche like
0: Throw them out you gotta wait till someone actually wants to give them to you that's awesome what do you do uh gear wise yeah. what do you like to play um i because i had kind of taken a i mean a break from guitar because i've been playing bass so much for harmar um and i've just come back like full bore into it and i another th- again here comes that guilt but i <laughs> befriended um this awesome couple that owns earthquaker devices the uh, pedal yeah. company and they've been amazing to like kind of take me under their wing and basically i guess sponsor me like they just give me so many of their pedals. Too many. Like it's incredible. Like I feel bad. They're always like, take this one. I'm like, no, I've got too much. <laughs> like, no, 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 but please And so I started posting about that and i am like, wow, look at these awesome pedals in my train now or whatever. And then all these other companies are like, Oh, really? Well, we should try this one too. And now I've become this like pedal maniac. Um so have
1: you gone past one board? Yes.
0: Oh two boards. That's serious commitment. Yeah. Um <laughs> and I actually have a third backup in case that chain goes wrong That i've got this little like minimum like that's smart though yeah smart, I, yeah say, and figured, and your
3: bands don't really invite people to come jumping up on stage
0: to dive off so you don't have to be petrified yeah i they <laughs> they don't we certainly don't i mean it happens but i have thought about that or just like us stumbling across them and stuff i want to get like a little gate system or something <laughs> guard like a cow infrared guard. Gate. yeah just like nope um no it's fine i mean they're yeah, they're tough, but yeah, I'm obsessed with these late '70s Gibsons. Like they're uh, they're called RDS, which stands for Research and Development. And it was like these. They didn't really like go the R D artists. Well. Yeah, stuff. exactly. That's yep. like
2: what Chris Novoselic played, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's funny, like I realized because I have like a an old '77 Univox, and I played all R D guitars now too, and I'm like, wow, I really am a child of Nirvana. Those are that's exactly what totally. they both played in the Heartshape Box video. And I didn't think about it, but yeah, that um. But yeah, I'm obsessed with these guitars, and uh, and a lot of people haven't seen them. I mean, they've seen the Novoselic bass, but they're like, I'll be on tour, and like, what is that? I've never seen that. So are they tough to find? They're yeah, they're kind of they're they only made so many of them, and they only made them for like from '77 to '79, uh-huh. and they've done they tried to do reissues a couple times, but yeah, they're kind of sought after because at the time, no one was like, "Well, I don't want to." The standards don't. The standards have passive pickups, but the custom and the artist both have like active pickups. Huh. And at the time, and they're uh, Moog like, they're Bob Moog like designed them or whatever. But um, yeah, at the time, no one cared, and now they're kind of like a collector's item, I guess, or something. That's cool. What kind of amp do you like to play those out of? Um, I play an Orange eighty thirty. I like the orange yeah. stuff.
3: If you listen intently, you can hear Brad angry. He I can't yeah, believe it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brad would be on <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, play, uh,
2: I play Orange uh, 8140. Oh, okay. Which is pretty. They only made those for a couple years, and they're like 140 watts, super loud.
3: Benny, Ooh. why do you know guitar gear? You're a drummer. You're not supposed to.
2: You
1: know, you Dude, just hang around guitars long enough, and people way. yapping about them and shit. You Osmosis. just like start to pick just, it up. Yeah, yeah like... You know, there's only so many guitar players you can have It's like, dude, I just found this. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I like to I'm not a dick. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, fuck you, don't care. You know? Mm-hmm. Try to be interested in what
3: someone else is into, you know? <laughs> you can just set up all your drums fast. Even and though they can I can set can't, up
1: one guitar. Can't say the same for guitar players for drummers. Yeah. They they could give a fuck what's yeah. going on
3: back there. They're like,
1: oh, yeah. they're like is it is loud? you have arms? Are you yeah. set are you set up yet? Yeah. Are you ready yet? Yeah. <laughs> you done assembling shit? I've never heard a guitar player walk back and be like, "Oh, what kind of cans through those." Bro? <laughs> yeah, bro, what are you running? What are you rocking there? Yeah, These
3: cymbals have holes in them. Why is that? Why is that? <laughs> yeah, no. Why is that? I think those things are dumb. They
1: are dumb. Good. Well, they make them sound like like kind of like splashes, like those mini cymbals. Oh, really? The only reason I have a hole because splashes I, look so intense. That's why, dude. I can't play splashes. <laughs> I, I've had two them. in my life, and neither lasted more than a week. I'm a gorilla, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like, the only, you know, back in the day, if I got a crack in a cymbal, um, if you drill a hole at the end of the crack, it stops it from mm-hmm. from splitting off, and mm-hmm. it starts there. So I did have some with holes in it, but it was because of that. Right. The other ones, I don't even know why they do it. It's so ridiculous, I've never even tried it, really. Yeah. I'm not like that with Geardo. I just, like, I've been, I've liked the
3: same shit since I was, like, 16, and I just will keep playing it probably till i die that's funny. Questlove had an interview one time he said the same thing it's like it's the same kid i've played since 91 why would i change it i have no interest in like change i fear change (laughs) (laughs) is desa gonna
2: be doing kind of more touring once a record comes out and that stuff
0: yeah definitely um i don't know you know we are quite a bit older now and i don't think we can do like non-stop play show every night touring like we used to but um I think it's more like kind of what you're saying or like the kind of like we'll go for three weeks and then come back have a two weeks off and then I mean but I think the plan is to you know hit all the spots that we need to and going cool. to that's
2: awesome I saw Connor at Rough Trade on this last oh, yeah. record and it's so good I think that record's so Upside Down Mountain is so good yeah
0: it's awesome awesome stuff yeah he's got a lot going on and he's I think he's pretty much gonna go because i think he has to tour on that more not has to i think he's touring on that more after we're in the studio and i think it might even end up where he kind of goes f- from the end of touring that record straight into this okay they one because he had dawes as his backing
2: band too who i never mm-hmm. heard and those guys were like monsters
0: they're insane you, players all those guys? of them like they were just like I, tearing it up man who would
1: who would he have been playing with like maybe two three years ago because mm, I did sure. see him play somewhere, and I was like, "God damn, that's he had, a good." He band. always has he good. He Patty yeah, yeah. In his band for a while. Yeah, from he always has mm-hmm. good. And to his credit, uh, Kirsten Dunst was watching. Oh I yeah, remember? Wow. And one of our friends that were with us got a little got creeped. He was a creep. Yeah, yeah. He was like doing like secret picture. Oh, which is like, I mean, come on. Yeah, it's just that's not cool. cool. It's not cool. For a while there,
0: it's um, funny. Huh? It's funny. To whom? Exactly. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> she, he, Jason from Rilo Kylie, uh, Jason Bozell, the drummer, was playing drums for Connor for a long time and brought is in on the solo stuff and he was dating her for a long time. Oh. Uh, so maybe that was it. That was probably it. Probably yeah. It. Thing. i'm glad he
1: didn't see my friend being a creep <laughs> i like that
2: denver's friend was dating her and your friend was just trying to sneak pictures of her oh, at I a totally. show being such a dick about <laughs> it too.
1: i couldn't even stand up for him because some guy she was hanging out with like started yelling at him and stuff and i was that was one of those you know sometimes you stand up for your friends and
3: sometimes so you just let it play out sometimes
1: I... they need a couple minutes of tongue lashing and, you know unless the guy started beating him he he deserved the talking to he <laughs> but did. if you
3: hit him how many hits would you give him for being uh, a
1: like one and then I would okay. jump in and But I'm not nearly as violent as you'd think My <laughs> natural instinct in a fight Is to throw myself in the middle But stop it
2: not add to it I think you're Feetal in a position. room with like Not to make any judgments but like Of people who you're way tougher than Because okay. I feel like when there's a fight I'm like uh... See this
1: is the long hair assumption again Long hair and a beard you're like, that guy from probably Jersey, listens to Steely go. Dan and fights and
3: bars <laughs> all the time. You know, that's what you think. He yeah. practices punching on you know? himself.
1: <laughs> like, you forget See, I, about... I go
3: for the crawl into a ball and cry technique. Which I, yeah, I just wait for an adult. Well. Yeah. Like yeah. a yeah. possum? Wait for an adult. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wait for an adult. <laughs> I like that. Nice adult, take right. a good kick because I can hold it, but otherwise... No. Play dead.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm not an experienced fighter. All I know is, like, just if you know you're going to do it, just hit and get to somebody as much as you can as quick as possible like that's all i know and every time i've seen a fight that's the guy who wins yeah the one who has no hesitation who's just like yeah. fuck you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and just starts rapping punching the other dude yeah. the guy who's wants to like chest bump and yeah, do all that and that guy on doesn't want to fight yeah. like he
0: no. wants to present he's i had a buddy like that who'd always we'd he'd like take his shirt off and it was like this whole thing and like fold his glasses and like dude just punch someone yeah, like just yeah. stop stop ironing your shirt or whatever you're doing now like. That's just it. because it's if you have
3: that time period then maybe they'll go back away that probably means he didn't want to fight like, right let me do my let me do my foreplay most yeah. people don't warm want up to fight please. yeah
1: and I think really if you just present the image that they're going to have to fight to make this end it usually ends mm-hmm. I learned that it's a fun story actually if you don't mind me telling <laughs> that I had a uh an older roommate named Dan. Who was who's a super good dude, like like so cool to me. He had a bit of like a thuggy past, like he just grew up with some fucked up kids. He went to like Juvie for a little bit. Um but again, like great guy. And we used to live together. We were at Quick Check one day across the street. That's like a convenience store deli that's in New Jersey. Okay. Yeah, we got
0: come and goes. You got the come
1: and goes. Yeah. A to have I yeah. 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 And then uh <laughs> so we're in line and some really big, like, I'm guessing like a town looking guy tight shirt pretty jersey short looking guy like walks in front of me in the line and i just like in those days i'm like 17 18 it was just when i moved out and i'm like i guess he's going first you know what i mean Like, didn't really care after you dan's in there too and dan's like oh oh starts talking shit to the guy i'm like damn like don't (laughs) don't worry about it dude like don't care he's like no fuck that and he starts like he's like yo the fuck? He's like, we were in line. What are you doing? You know what I mean? Starts talking shit, and this guy—I mean, at least twice, twice his size—he could have easily pummeled both of us, you know. And uh it just keeps escalating, escalating. The guy eventually turns around, gets a little tense with him, and he's like, he's like, "You fucking serious, dude? You really want to do this? You really want to do this?" <laughs> and Dan, the greatest line that I've maybe ever heard, toughest line—he just looks right at me. He's like, "What, bro? You never thought I got my ass kicked before?" <laughs> and like. <laughs> and the guy just like i watched his whole thing go from like tough to being like uh, maybe i shouldn't you know what i mean because like the thing that changed was like this whole chest bumping turned into if i want this to end i have to drag this kid out to the parking lot and actually beat the shit out of him and who wants to do that at like two in the afternoon at quick check you know a guy came in there for what drinking cigarettes or something and you're not trying to like get into all that shit so it was just the idea that he presented, if you want this to end, you're going to have to kick the shit out of me. That's that awesome. ended it, you know? Yeah. Did he move? Dude, what? went through the line, and that was it. I mean, he he still went in front of me. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but...
3: Denver. Denver. Uh, Dace, when did that record come out on Epitaph? Uh, I think like... I don't know. I
0: we'll
2: don't know we'll when it comes to to it. out. I think they're finishing it, so I would say probably like maybe
3: early, early 2015. I would guess. It's funny, Tyrone, Benny, and and Dan were talking about scenes like we mentioned earlier. It's that either either I'm a thousand years old and don't notice it, but I don't know if there are any anymore. I think it's
2: yeah, and we talked about this a lot in the podcast. Like, like the internet is a scene. Yeah, well, I think it's less. I think regional scenes are less important now.
0: I, I mean, I think
2: I think there's some 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 importance to like like i feel like at least for our band it's like you find those bands that you tour with and then you're like i like these bands and you go out with them a lot but like none of those bands are from where we're from like mm-hmm. we did our last tour with this band frameworks they're awesome like one to tour with them again they're from
3: florida like it doesn't matter so i think it's just less important i saw a banner pilot a few months ago who i who i love and they did a tour uh and they every place they played they just grabbed like a couple local bands to open and it was great. And I saw them at Asbury lanes and I fucking dug it, you know? And, uh, one, I love those guys. They're just so nice and cool and brought me on the show. But, uh, to have the promoter just pick other bands. I'm like, I, I think that's cool. I would like to see more of that. Maybe it does happen a lot, but, uh, yeah,
2: I mean, it depends. I feel like, yeah, for maybe for, for that kind of a tour that it makes, I feel like, uh, Yeah. You know, it's like
3: get that local band, that 20-minute slot, have them have I mean, a they can time. still
2: have it on a package store. Like like a lot of shows, it's like, even if it's like two or three bands, usually there's like a local band that's mm-hmm. on first. Right. Who are stoked to have free beer. Who are stoked, yeah. And, yeah. and But I feel like it, having it
3: all be local, it's like, I feel like you never know what you're going to get. Like one night, it could be awesome. One night, you're like... That's what I kind of like about it. It's like, it's, you know, be surprised, and but most of it might suck because it's... The majority of things that happen are kind of disappointing when you think about it. You can be positive and fine about it, but it's not, you know, the lottery is not going to fall in your lap because the probability is zero,
2: but... That's true. On our tour last year, we played a pizza shop in the basement in Savannah, and one of the local opening bands had a uh, wireless bass and played bass walking up the stairs, and then I'm pretty sure left the venue and was playing bass along with the band on the sidewalk Came back down the stairs just essentially to show, hey, check it out. I have a wireless. Wow. You're not going to get that from season bros. No. And it was
3: incredible. (laughs) I actually
2: didn't, I heard about it and I didn't really catch very much of it, but it was a
3: Hot Topic. (laughs) Speaking of Hot Topic, this week's show is not sponsored by Hot Topic and I haven't been in one, so all I know is it's always 50% off of something you buy. Is it? I guess. I don't know. I did hear that Green Day owns 30% of Hot Topic. Really? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure they need more dough. Yeah, Is is everything they sell going to start to look the same? Maybe. Or sound it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, I turned on uh, uh, Palladia a little while ago. And it was um, uh, an Avril Lavigne concert. And, you know, uh, my girls started staring at it. And I was like, oh, yeah, girls singing." let them watch this for a bit. But I was looking at the clothes of the band and I'm looking at the clothes of Avril Lavigne. And it occurred to me that it's the exact same outfits of Green Day. Really? Yeah. Like like almost verbatim. Interesting. And I was like, wow, the same almost the same color scheme. So mull on that, everyone. And mull on it as you pull out your uh PayPal accounts and, and give us some money. Yeah, and we know you're about to buy that, that Avril Lavigne... uh Chad Kruger <laughs> seven inch split yeah. on bridge nine. Yeah. <laughs> but after you buy that, buy that
2: first. And then uh and then Donate to us, check us out online, follow us on Twitter, like us on iTunes. Uh thank you for coming here, Denver, Benny. Thank yeah, you man. for guest hosting. You're awesome. Thank you, Epitaph, for
3: putting out a record that we've been waiting on yeah, for a while.
2: Thanks, Epitaph for putting out Desapercitos record. So many good bands on Epitaph really, recently. So Pianos many. Become the Teeth, Joyce Manor, Desaparicitos. Uh, so good. Yeah, um, Br- Brett's kind of good. Yeah, he's got he's got he's got he's got a decent track record. Um next week, see ya back.